The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We are three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. Today we're doing something a little bit different. We are breaking down the good and fashioned and famous and old school. <laughs> and fashion. Do you think I, I, at all about what you're going to say before you start saying things? The more I things? think, the more I sound like a robot, so I just try and go naturally. <laughs> and I've been a Wait, lot better yeah, sounding yeah, naturally. Yeah, that Chris. was you naturally? <laughs> yeah. Chris, you said, you, you said that you sound like a uh, like a robot when you think about it and this is what you just did we are doing the good and great and chris is like one of those uh sexy japanese fuck robots yeah i got my pikachu know? shirt on today. oh you do have your pikachu shirt yeah. on i did, how is that relevant to what i was well, talking about japanese i got it <laughs> no. all right i mean it's, it's a little less racist than something that happens at the end of cky but all right sure. all right all right I was just going to say how many of those robots are wearing Pikachu Pikachu shirts. That's where I was that going I order. But you- I was going to say, yeah, the, the number, however many are in Christmas <laughs> That's my number closet. one prerequisite. Let's be yeah. honest. Peek a peek of the, take a peek at this, Dick. <laughs> take a peek at these hey. nuts. Oh. Now, you, now you're talking. Now you're talking. But, yeah, CKY2K today, Yeah, boys. so it, it came out on... Did I just ruin that? No, <laughs> I mean, it, hey, we're riffing. It came, I, I kind of ruined it when I just tried to talk, so don't worry about that. It's no one's fault. All right. Um, it came out May twenty second of the year two thousand seven. No, it didn't. Okay, May I was 22nd, I was just trying to trick you. I was, I was gonna say, did somebody fucking not pay attention there? I think you know, it's, I might get teacher trying to make sure my students are paying attention in class. Okay, and so, in this case, the uh, uh, the student was born the master, so I, I guess we're yeah, not going to see that yeah. flipping. Chris, you know, Chris also has a a teacher fuck yes, robot. Yes, yeah, everyone. Actually, true. Chris does have a a schoolgirl fetish. That's that's a true story. <sighs> After all this Me Too shit, Mikey, you got to fucking chill with that shit. <laughs> all right, all right. Give us, give us the rundown, Chris. What happened on on not? May there wasn't a lot that happened, but the number one song in the world is one of like my favorite, and like it's not even like a genre I normally like, but just such a smooth song. Santana Maria Maria. Uh-huh. It's just very fucking. You, you know that song? Oh, okay. Maria. Yeah. Maria. Oh yes, 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 yes. And it was also Biodiversity Day. And since I love like biodiversity, How's that I think that was pretty cool. I agree, Chris. What is yeah. your favorite thing about biodiversity? Um, <laughs> that like the world is very diverse. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that is my favorite. That's my thing favorite thing too. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys know that if you were if you were born on this Give day, May twenty second, two thousand. First of all, you'd be 21 years yeah. old. Secondly, if you put a dollar aside every day from the age of five, you'd have $6,168 in your bank. Yeah. Well, that's not much that's motivation. To, uh... <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is that going to yeah, do these days? Say... Buy you a fucking tank of gas? <laughs> yeah. Really? Oh, well. Hey, we're here. Back to the year 2000. A little bit of a throwback on this episode. And uh, it's been a long, long time since we've revisited the world of CKY. We did the first one early on in our run. If you want to listen to that, that's one of our early episodes. But we're doing it again because we just need to take a bit of a break after coming off the heels of Jackass Season 3. And boys, I don't want to give anything away yet. I'll kind of give my thoughts on this when we're done. But throughout, I think some things will be revealed. It's kind of hard to say exactly how i feel about this but i will say this i remember watching it when i was a lot younger i think we all uh, do some of this shit i I gotta say some of this shit 
the only thing I will say right now in terms of my impressions is some of this shit, like, I can't believe I would have saw when I was the age I yes. was. Because <laughs> I was a little shocked that I was like, holy shit, okay. It explains a lot. Um, we'll get into it, but. <laughs> it's crazy. Actually, can we, before we get into the specifics, can we just give some quick first impressions? Uh, like, Jay, you mentioned that, that you know, it almost surprised you. It felt a lot more adult. I was, I was the same way, man. Like, I... Um, I, this felt to me like jackass with the training wheels off. Like I had anxiety the whole time watching it. It felt more extreme, way more ADD uh, and 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 weirdly experimental. I, I don't know that I remembered it being this way. Like it's moving at 100 miles an hour and being held together by duct tape. But I kind of really appreciated that change in pace. Chris, what were your thoughts? Yeah, for, for me, I was thinking CKY 2K3 or the, the, the following one after this, which is a little weirder and more artsy and has some like weirder sketches mm-hmm. this like you said felt like a jackass episode for the most part just a little bit more high octane a little bit more add it was, it was i was actually really impressed i i actually really enjoyed it to be honest yeah it there wasn't much like i could say specifically that stood out but just the the, the process in general is just okay. it's a great ride it's chaotic it's a little yeah. all over the place as we'll see in a moment um and just for reference listener we probably will not touch on every single thing that happens in the in the film just because it is so chaotic but we have kind of curated our uh the things we thought stood out the most and uh, we'll do our best if there's anything in between that pops up that's worth talking about to to grab onto but just know that yeah there's a lot of fast cuts and a lot of things happening here so as we launch into it we do get a little quick rab is home from college segment bam slaps him right in the face and that kind of sets the tone for what this is mostly it's just a a jumble of pranks and uh, nonsense the, uh, as the we best hit the credits soundtrack here. ever the oh, best man. soundtrack for yes. intro ever Exactly. Let's talk about that because this is the first time I heard this song. I don't know about you guys. Oh, is this really? the first time you've ever heard you not not re- no, 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 rewatching no. it, but as a kid, that was the first time you'd heard Rammstein's "Do Hust." Yes, it was the first time, and I associate oh it with CKY to this day because of that. How did you guys feel when it came on? Dude, well, I was a huge a huge like Corn fan when I was growing up. They were my favorite band, and then Corn did that Family Values tour, and they brought Rammstein on. So that's, that's, it was like, it's so crazy how they're just like so heavy. Their music was so sick. You have no idea what the fuck they were talking about. And they just rocked out so hard. So I don't associate Do Hust with this at all. I was surprised when I saw this on the intro and it just gave me such a fucking nostalgic rush. I just, the the way that they were syncing when, you know, Dunn's on the bench and he's sitting there with the girl and then that whole scene, like they they synced with the music. It was just, this intro I think was the best part about this whole film. It it felt very, it felt very art school. It felt very experimental. (laughs) My, my relationship with Du Hust is, is uh, through like much music. The Canadian equivalent of MTV was watching the music, that weird ass music video with the guys with the masks and everything getting burnt down. But I loved this song. I still listen to Ramstein every so often and I'm going to to say Dude. that word differently every time I bring it up. They are amazing right. to like, When you said it the first time, you really, you really germified it. So I, when, when I went to say it, I was just going to say Ramstein like I normally do, but I felt like I, I had to kind of like roll my R a little bit because you did. Ram, Ramstein is the Jewish cover band of Ramstein. <laughs> um, there you go. I, I, I got to say about this song though, yeah. do hust more like ich lieb, right? Because that's uh, yeah. I love. Of course. Oh. And do hustles oh, you hate. I hate. Yes. Yeah. You hate. 
this is just a uh it i think you're right chris the editing here was was done well to the the music and what's going on it it, it works well uh, you get just a bunch of stuff to introduce our cast essentially you get bam jumping off a big ledge uh brandon's there flipping out in the back of the van ryan dunn and i gotta say let's stop on him for a moment he's wearing the most 1990s shit i've ever seen yes. in my life he's got like the blonde spiked hair and those you know really thin sunglasses that kind of round around the eyes a little bit um yeah that that was a throwback but you've got a whole variety of people here most of them you won't really remember but uh you, you know if you know who the bam crew is they're all pretty much here in some form or another from Raytheon to Deco and everyone in between. I do got to say, though, that there's one other thing I do want to make a stop on in the intro before we move forward, and that is the shot of, I think it's Jess Jess, although I'm not 100% sure. There's a dude hanging on to the top of a car oh my God. going 100 miles per hour in a tunnel just yes. down the highway. And I used to think when I saw that when I was a kid how cool that was. And I look at it now, and I haven't seen it since, and all I can just think is how fucking dumb is that? Like so dude, many, so many moments in this movie, man. I thought the same thing. I'm like, like even when they're, even when Deco's like on the back. First of all, there are a couple things that the CKY crew love. One of them is towing furniture behind their car and sitting on it. That is like their mainstay, and yeah. they do it a lot in this. And Deco's, you know, sometimes just like sitting there, and a piece of the furniture pops off, and he's like, yeah, whatever. If he falls off of that, he is so dead, like so yeah, dead, dude. And I no know. one seems to realize how dangerous what they're doing right? is dude there's fucking badass there was a kid in high school like you not my high school but at the different one down there he's like a good friend of, like really good friend of some of my good friends and like the two best friends were doing that they were towing him on rollerblades in the car and the kid fell and got paralyzed for life oh jesus and then they weren't gonna sue his best friend because they're best friends but the you know the medical costs come in you know like the, mm. the, the life change and it just it just causes weird situation so like I always really, as much as I love Jackass and the Wild Crazy, like they, you know, they have professionals planning this shit. So watching these early days of this stuff when they're just trying shit and they have no idea how lucky they are to not be 100%. in a really that, bad that's situation. That's the thing. Eventually they have professionals and exactly. safety supervisors. So there's certain things they do in CKY that they couldn't do in Jackass. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's on a closed course. There's just certain things that you couldn't do. And this intro kind of speaks to that. You know, it mm-hmm. is just friends figuring it out as they go. It feels so dangerous. It just made me anxious and uncomfortable for a lot of it, but not necessarily in a bad way. I'm not ins- saying I, I, I didn't it. enjoy yeah. it, but it felt so much more it almost felt like 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 a snuff film like you're you're getting off on watching these people do these really dangerous things and i'm like part of me feels bad for enjoying it because i'm like fuck i get you I bet you a lot of people films? really hurt i yeah i love snuff i don't feel bad about watching snuff films that's in the past what it's fine but this you know these kids have their whole lives ahead of them yeah yeah i it's uncomfortable at, at parts i kind of felt that um when i was watching it like i just I don't know. Like when I watch Jackass, there is uh, uncomfortable things, but it's kind of all marinated in this sense of like, ah, you know, that everyone's in on the joke and it's for fun. Whereas this feels a little more abusive at times. <laughs> I yes. think that's a word to describe it. Either um, to others or themselves. Yeah. Right? And I don't know if yeah. that's good or bad, honestly. Like it's very confusing to watch it sometimes. Well, you got to You got to keep in mind that uh, like, like Jeff Tremaine caught on to Ben Margera and his crew because of CKY and a lot of the interstitials from Jackass, especially the earlier season, J- volume one are taken directly from CKY. Now there's a reason why 
those videos didn't include things like hanging onto a car going 100 miles an hour because you can't include illegal shit on TV. With, you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. there's certain things that you just can't put on TV. You couldn't throw, you couldn't, there, there's, uh, we're going to get into a lot with uh, with uh, uh, body waste in this and you can't show that on, on TV. Right. Even, a, even a couple episodes ago when, when uh, we had Shaq uh, filming the music video, Steve-O throws like a water bottle full of piss on him and there's a little warning at the bottom, like not actual piss, blah, blah, blah. Whether it is or is not, they just have to say these things. It's So it's this true. is a way more like like the leash is off, untamed, go do Raw. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And craziest youthfulness. They're just yeah. young kids pumped with crazy amounts of testosterone going yeah. through puberty, basically. It's just fucking yeah. with oh, exactly. the world at their own fucking hands doing whatever the fuck they want. They clearly didn't have too many rules with their parents. You know, like everybody, everybody in every town has had that group of friends that really had no leashes and they were yeah. just running around wild. And that's what these boys were doing. Luckily, they filmed mm-hmm. it for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, dude, that's like the perfect way to paint the picture of what this is, Chris. You nailed it right there. Um, and Thank I you, almost Jay. wonder. I I'm thought sure I did could... a pretty good job <laughs> of explaining it as well. But... You're both yeah. winners. All right. You're both winners. Um, what I got to say, though, before we move on, is that um, this whole thing just being as chaotic as it is. And Chris mentioned, like, they're going through puberty. They're in that phase of their lives. Does anybody know how old the guys would have been? Like, could we trace that back to how old they would have been at 2000? Do we have a rough estimate? Well, all I can think is is Rab's Rab's back from college. Right. Right. So you got to assume that they're probably around, yeah, 18-ish, something along those lines. Like, Okay, so so Bam is right now is 42 years old. He was born in 1979, so they're 21. Okay. Or Bam yeah, was yeah. 21 at there least for a frame of reference. So yeah, that totally... Well, there actually, but there are some scenes taken from like 93 and 96. So at oh, those yeah, points, yeah, they yeah. would have yeah, been 14 to 17. a lot younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So with all of that in mind, yeah, if you're having trouble grasping what this is about to be, just remember what it was like if, you know, if you can relate to that experience of being a male and going through puberty. I'm sure there's some similarities on the other side of the fence. I don't know. I I can't speak to that, but I could say this much. If you've ever seen a teenage boy out with his friends causing trouble, especially if you grew up in a small town, uh, that's basically like what this fucking thing is. It's yes. just a shit show altogether. Uh, it's a time capsule it. showing. And it's, it's funny because people would have been so against this shit being on TV, but it's like, wait, do you not realize that this is actually what kids are doing? Regardless of whether you're seeing it on TV or not, this yeah. is just what what we did. We all felt invincible, yeah, yeah. and we all thought that uh, uh, we could get away with everything. We wanted to test the boundaries. We had this this energy. Jay, I just find it weird that in your town they kept boys and girls on opposite sides of the fence. What what? Yeah, what was, that's a large <laughs> large fence running through the middle of town. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't want to talk about it. Too much trauma there. Um, one thing in the intro too, is do you guys notice there's some boobs right up front? There's lots a, of boobs, baby. Yeah. Streaking shot of, uh, of a girl and a guy running towards the camera. And I just thought boobs, like man. at that age, man, I was like watching this thinking, should I be watching this right now? Like, cause this was pre-internet for us. Right. Anyway, we probably got the internet like a year or two after this. And it was like, you just don't see shit like this ever. And then suddenly, you know, your big brother brings this video home, this VHS, you pop it in. And like in the first couple minutes, you're just seeing tits, you know, this might've been the first pair of tits I ever seen for all I know. I don't fucking remember, Wow, but yeah, that just brought back like a flash memory of like flash memory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That memory of just being like, 
yeah, I probably shouldn't be watching this right now, but uh, there you go. Let's set the stage here into our first prank. We get a couple of things that happened before, nothing really notable, just some, you know, bush jumping, some general tomfoolery. Uh, I think there's a, they have a van that they're backing into a snowbank and launching people off the roof. Um they hate rental s- cars in this. They fucking hate rental they cars. They really do. Oh, we'll talk about that for sure. Um, but when we get into our first sketch here, the first kind of major segment of CKY2K, it's them going to Iceland, which mm-hmm. is really cool because if you've never seen Iceland or been, uh, it's just absolutely beautiful for one. Um, they're kind of just doing nothing in particular here. It's kind of just showing off the scenery. Um, there's a little segment where Brandon does his, uh, nature documentary narration and mm-hmm. they're talking about being, um, it, it, like seeing woolly mammoths and mastodons who were frozen in this pond once upon a time. And now that the water's in a liquid state and then suddenly like a naked Ryan Dunn just kind of goes <laughs> slouching by. No, that was Rake. That was Rake. Was that Rake? Okay. A hundred percent. He had, had that big long hair. Mm. I, I'm, like, I'm 90% sure I could be wrong, but I, I had Rake written down for that. There's really nothing notable happening here. Happening here, They are just fucking around. But I got to say, I've been watching a lot of Vikings lately, boys. <laughs> yeah. I can verify this is where the rated R superstar hogged an entire beached whale to himself. So that has been verified. <laughs> the, the, is, has anyone else noticed that, that Bam has... It seems like he's always had an uh, obsession or infatuation with like Nordic culture. Between the music he listens to, he always goes to those like music fests out there yep. and something along those lines. So this might have been either we saw the tail end because of this one trip that they went on oh, that was cool. so formative. Or, or he went there because he because loved it. Because he already liked it already. I'm not too I sure do, about that. I do want to make sure because if I made a joke that good, I wouldn't want to move past it without getting credit. <laughs> Jay, the rated R superstar. That's Edge in the Viking, in Vikings. Yes, that was correct. that was great. Yes. I love that reference. That was very Mr. well done. Adam Copeland. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, sorry. That one yeah. went past me. No, so, Chris, so podcasting it, is listening, not speaking. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, I got something to talk about. Okay. And I'll. <laughs> so listen up. Yeah. So Perfect. listen up. So honestly, once that music song kicked in. I think it was I Bjork. No, Wait, no, it's, no, it, no, well, no. It's how you just, it's, it's, you just said music song. I, I Music yeah. song. Oh, you once once that song, song kicked in. You said once that <laughs> music, music song music kicked song. in. Once that Look, song I, by, by Orbital called Hallison on and on that it sent me into a literal like drug flashback from my childhood. That song was uh, it was also in the movie Hackers, which was a great movie, by the way. But we I used to do a lot of K and like <laughs> shit like that and like ecstasy. And that was the the like come down song. That was like my favorite Whenever I, I needed to relax or get like brought back to like a reality, a centerpiece, that was that song. I legitimately blacked out for like, I went into like daydream mode, just like remembering all these visions. Like when people talk about like wow. acid flashbacks, no that song way. kicked on. I couldn't tell you what happened from from them doing stunts from that <laughs> point on. I just like literally zoned into my own world. It was Holy really shit. trippy and really That's cool. That's cool. That's like it's, one by of the way, my favorite songs Hallis, ever. Hallis, it's, it, the, it's Halcyon. I don't know how to pronounce, I don't know how to pronounce it. And, and I think that the, the, the way they say that name is, is kind of nifty. It's Halcyon and on and on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah cuz I yeah. could never pronounce a name. I just knew the song and when it kicked in it just holy fuck did it transpire me yeah. back. They, honestly, this whole scene was fantastic and you get these like I didn't realize this but Bam and his crew met in like a uh uh, uh like a, a course, I think like a high school course of like digital assets or something like like digital media production that sort of thing. 
Uh, and, and so you can tell there's this weird art house aesthetic to it, like them really trying to get experimental at some points. Chris, you mentioned in the intro, matching up some of the beats to Rammstein's uh, Du Hast. And in this one, they're kind of matching up some of the, the, the long shots, like a great giant shot of a waterfall that kind mm. of zooms out and you see a really tiny person standing next to it to perspective. Um, it, it feels like they're actually taking some of these risks. And it's cool to realize that I always thought that would have been like a Jeff Tremaine in Influence, you know, as he's getting better at directing and, and the cinematography and all that stuff, how to film shots and stunts. But clearly Bam and his crew had that idea in their heads well before it. It's neat. Yeah. 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 They're very you said like um it feels like they're even they're taking things even I would say more seriously too in this part of the film. It's the only part that they probably did because like it's it's more about hey check out these cool shots you know we went to this place we want to show it off to you then from here on out it's just chaos so enjoy the nice moment of peace while you have it enjoy the serenity of the waterfalls because shit's about to get fucked up and uh chris i gotta say i enjoyed your your, your little story there too thank you for sharing that but yeah, i do think I gotta it's check time out at this point because i don't remember anything <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to say i think it's about time we get back to the movie film and the talk movie. more about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One little slip up in this thing. My brain, my brain words. There aren't that brain great words. Yeah, yeah, brain words. Movie my show. My book learning from. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Uh, hey guys, how about some extreme close-up shitting? Yeah. Oh man. Camera Jay, almost it, in the toilet bowl. Jay, no, no comment. This, no. One one quick question. Honestly. <laughs> You no, said this was probably the first pair of boobs that you saw, and they say there's a thing called was, imprinting. But, it's yeah. like the first time that something sexual happens. Yeah, I see to where you. you're going. I see you, where you're going with it. It kind like of, it. you know, it sticks with you forever. So you, 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 the boobs made you feel ashamed, like you wanted to turn off the show, like you shouldn't be watching. But this straight action poo—is this where you developed your poo fetish? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Chris, I think we could both uh, we could call ourselves blood brothers right here because I got the poo fetish. You might just have the pee fetish that follows, but let's talk about it. Um, we could, <laughs> wait a minute, what was that? I like it. Well, Chris's shirt. I'm is wearing a bright di- yellow shirt. If, I, if that makes it any looks matter. like Pikachu pissed on it. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, before is... before we actually talk about the details of this one, okay. The hard cut of like I was finally convinced that they were showing me like just something beautiful about Iceland. It was like gorgeous, right? Stunning views, the vistas, all this stuff. They do a hard cut in the music to a guy's ass shitting. And that cut is art. That is art again. And that is, it was beautiful. I mean, minus the fact that it was horrendous. It was a beautiful cut to make you finally be like, okay, CKY, I trust you guys. And then, oh, you trust us? Bam, there's an ass shitting into a toilet. Yeah. And it's not, it's like a real... It's like a on the verge of being too soft, so it's just kind of like flowing out, <laughs> much like the waterfall we saw moments. Earlier. <laughs> yeah. uh, and as if that wouldn't be enough, just as if you just wouldn't end the sketch there, right? Right. Honestly, no. Yeah, Chris, how does it get worse? Please tell us how it gets worse. Well, they decided to be a great idea to you know pick it up and literally wake up Ryan Dunn by smearing it in his ear and on his face, under lips and nose, Ugh. right by the mouth. Like, Ugh. not even just, like, being nice and putting it on his forehead. Yeah. And the funniest part is how long it takes him to wake up to realize what's <laughs> yeah. going on. He knows know. something happened, and he's maybe smelling around a little bit. Like, something doesn't smell right, literally. And then all of a sudden, he clues into what happened and fucking starts Ugh. losing his marbles. And understandably so. I would murder 100%. somebody. He was... To be honest, a little too calm for for he my was. what for like I, I give him credit for being too calm, but I think like you should have been a little madder. 
I think he went into psychopath mode of like, how am I going to murder this True. human being? Like True. there's, uh, I think the <laughs> yeah, funniest, yeah. I laughed the, the so line. loud that I think I woke my, I woke my neighbors up when I was watching it. Uh, when he's, t- he's in the bathroom, they've got the camera back in there. Bam's behind the camera and, and he's, he's fuming and Bam's like, yo, calm down, calm down. As though he didn't just get shit smeared on his mouth. Uh, and then he's like, he's like, I, I will. I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to get, uh, Bam's like, get even with him. He's like, I will. I'm just going to go kick him in the face. I'm going to break his nose. Bam says, just put jelly on him or something. <laughs> and Brian like Dunn's so look of astonishment. He's more amazed that Bam suggested jelly than the fact that he had shit on his face in the first place. Right. It yeah. was, jelly? That guy put shit on my face and you're talking about jelly? In a it way, was, it was like a clever way to diffuse the situation because Dunn seemed to calm down after a, that. A He's little like, bit, yeah. You yeah. know what? That's so true, yeah, Jay. Yeah. It's just like the, the combination of the line, why like jelly and then and, and Dunn's reaction of just like, how the fuck are these two? Like, look what he did to me. How are you saying that's how I get back to him? And then they compromise yeah. on on peeing on him. Which is right. a decent compromise, and, it, and yeah. it does lead to a great uh, debate down the line right after, right after for the following day. But it if was I, I elaborate on that. I got to oh, say man. the actual. So the next cut after the bathroom is Ryan Dunn standing over Deco wrapped in his blankets, kind of like on top of the blanket, so Deco can't move that much, and he's pissing onto his face. And yeah. I it gets in his mouth for sure. A hundred percent gets in his mouth. But here's oh, the dude. thing: I have to be honest. As it was happening, I was like, this isn't enough. This is not This is not one-to-one with getting shit smeared on your mouth. Well, not a chance. The, the, the they have arises. that debate in the car, yeah. And yes, I got to say, but, before we get to the debate, though, you guys noticed that was like a good two-thirds of a pint glass worth of piss oh, yeah. right there. Like, was he, he really had to go. And, nor- yeah, and normally, I would say the, the poo is for sure worse. But if you see how long it took Dunn to wake up, that means they were boozing really hard during this trip and when you're boozing hard you are extremely dehydrated so that wasn't some clear white piss you know that was that stanky ass yellow dark piss you gotta take that into consideration you gotta you gotta take that into consideration i can't believe we're sitting here talking about this right now this is this is entertainment what is wrong with you listener why are you listening to this Hey, let really? us know at Jackass Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Would you rather be peed on by Ryan Dunn there or have go. Deco's shit smeared on your mouth while you sleep? Yeah. In fact, shame on us more than you, listener, because we watched CKY2K and um, we're, we're dissecting it here for you today. So, um, I mean, I think we could probably move on from this. There's one last thing we all got to, you know, at least appreciate. It's the fact that um, the whole time this is happening, Deco is wearing like a the Grinch who stole Christmas onesie the whole time. You know, so it's got the flaps on the front and the back. Oh, you know, yeah. the poop flap. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's just rolling around in this thing. I guess that's uh, I don't know if it was for a joke or if he legitimately sleeps in one of those. But I bet uh, you he does. Deco loves the guy. Him. He also kind of weirds me out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, back from here, boys, we we get. You know, a little bit more messing around in between. There's nothing really major, but I'll just touch on a few things as I roll through my notes here. Um, there is one thing that I didn't understand. Bam losing his shit over the way that uh, one of his friend's shoes are laced up. Like, he's literally <laughs> dying on the floor laughing. I don't know if he was high or something, but, like, he is laughing way too much for something that's very unfunny. I didn't quite understand that. But um, I, You know what? Okay, so here's then, one thing. I, I didn't get it either. I didn't I, understand why he was laughing that hard, but... Part of what I loved so much about CKY is 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 that it is kind of like our favorite jackass stunts, which are just a group of friends getting together, hanging out. And I've had dumb things come up in my friend group that we just find absolutely hilarious for whatever right. reason. 
And it kind of was this good insight into like, oh, they're just hanging out, being friends. They're probably jet lagged, tired, drunk, hungover, some combination of all of those, probably a bit high as well. And they just find one thing super funny. And I've had those moments and it just was really nice to see okay. that human side <laughs> of their interactions. I know oh, where yeah. he was coming from, but it was back then it was big, bulky skate shoes or wearing True. shoes that were two sizes too big and not tying up the laces. Yeah. And and it was always like Nike or skate shoes or something like mm. that. And he was wearing fucking New Balances. And they were tied up like football shoes. They were yes. so tight. Like, what kind of psychopath has their shoes that tight? Like, it's like only certain a certain type of person. So being at that age and having your friend doing that, I could see why he would find it funny. Then add yeah. a little bit of weed or whatever else was fucking going on. And yeah, that, that's a good laugh with your boys. Yeah, Fair but enough. in this in these segments, you also get uh, some really cool shots. Again, some more experimenting. You get some some more shots of the waterfalls. There was mm-hmm. one cool one where they were jumping over a canyon and they were filming it from inside the canyon, right. which was really neat. Again, that playing with perspective, putting the camera in interesting places because you can film guys jumping over a canyon and that's fun. But if you if you get that added element of like the cinematography to it, it just adds a lot more to it. Yeah, can you please talk about how that uh, correlates with the pooing? Um, and how we can maybe mesh those two things together. Yeah, like, so give listen, us a real so here's, film study. Here's what I was thinking. Here. Look, you can film someone jumping over a canyon from on top of the canyon, and you can film someone uh, uh, shitting from outside the toilet. Why didn't we get that shot from inside the toilet? Oh, wow. Uh, see, now we're That's talking. what I'm trying to say you know here, what? guys. I, I don't <laughs> think they had waterproof camera technologies at that time. Did they have log-proof camera technologies? Saran wrap. That's all I'm saying. Boys. Wrap, uh, go. I got to ask one more thing to Chris here before we move on to the next major segment here, because there's a little uh, break where Bam's he's kind of doing a trick and then he grinds a ledge and this it says on screen, it says Bam's trick tip. And this then he does so a, weird. Yeah, he does a voiceover where he gives like he gives the steps of the trick, I guess, but it's all like skater speak. So I don't know yeah. what the fuck he just told me. Is so, that useless or is he actually <laughs> like educating you? As so, a so. Back back in the day, in magazines, they would even do segments like this or in skate videos. Um, and the thing is, a lot of the stuff like with YouTube now would actually help so much. Like if you're trying to learn a tray flip and you're thinking you're supposed to have your footing the same as like a, just a regular burial, it's wrong. You're just trying to kick harder and it's never going to work. Um, but the trick that he was showing to do is I think it was a switch back tail slide twist out or something like that. Um it's an impossible trick. Tail slides are notoriously hard. So like, I don't care. Like if, if you're at a point where you need to learn a tip to do that, you're never going to be able to even do that trick. So it's completely irrelevant. And if this were a YouTube video, it would have had like breakdowns and shots of how your feet are supposed to go. Like you said, Chris, this one was just the, the instructions were just how to, we're, we're just do, we're basically just do the trick. It's yeah. like if I were to give you instructions on how to do a backflip and I said, in order to do a backflip, step one is to crouch. Then when you're ready, step two is to jump backflip. and flip backwards and land on your feet. Like it's not actually going to help you do anything. And I think yeah. maybe Bam knew that. So that was the only one. I, th- of those I think that was kind of a joke why they picked like the most difficult fucking trick. Like if you, if oh, you could okay. do that trick, you're a pro already. Like you're, oh, okay. you're not going to be fair. looking for tip tricks. Yeah, I don't know about all this. I think I would have preferred left, left, right, uh, square, triangle, yes. or something along <laughs> yes, those lines. Yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I'll take it. So now is as good a time as any to let you know that support for today's episode of Jackass is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you, listeners of Jackass. 20 
20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Jackast, J-A-C-K-A-S-T at manscaped.com. Now look, as a member of a Jackass podcast, it's pretty clear to me that the members of Jackass themselves don't take great care of their balls. In fact, sometimes they go out of their way to rain pain upon those regions. And that's what separates hosts of Jackass from members of Jackass uh, because Manscaped was so kind as to send each of the hosts for free this Lawnmower 4.0 as part of the Performance 4.0 package. This is their fourth generation of trimmer and features a cutting edge ceramic blade, cutting edge pun intended, to reduce grooming accidents like nicks, cuts, any ugly sort like that. Thanks to their advanced skin safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 is also waterproof and has a 400K LED light to light up those nether regions for the most precise shave you've ever had. You may find some stuff down there with this light that you've never seen before. Maybe something you'll never want to see again. Shave that off. You're you're not the only person that's going to be looking under there. If you can see it, they can see it. Trim it up, Take care of yourself with the Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, also, this trimmer, as I mentioned, is waterproof, so you can say goodbye to the mess on your bathroom floor. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with the code JACKAST, J-A-C-K-A-S-T, at manscaped.com. So you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code JACKAST at manscaped.com. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Uh, This next segment is a bit meatier. We get a little time in the rental car. Now, it's $9 a day, so holy shit, inflation. $9 a day to rent a car. That's just insurance. I think that was the insurance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's why you said for $9 a day, you could do whatever you want to a rental car. Yeah. Okay. No, that makes a lot more sense. And do anything you want is definitely the phrase of the day because... Uh They do a lot of shit to this car, and how it all culminates is uh, a bit shocking, but let's let's work our way there, shall we? Uh, we're driving into stuff, because of course, you, you're going to do that. Um, we get a little cut to a guy who's giving Bam shit. He said, I'm going to have to call the police on you. You know, what the hell is wrong with you guys? You're acting like idiots. Um, and you just see them like doing all sorts of shit, like taking a piss on the side of the car. They're driving it into the ditch, in and out. Um, I'm, doing I'm so curious. Burnouts. It's, you know, I'm so you can curious think of. to see the, the guy who's upset like yeah. uh, he's got a thousand reasons to be upset obviously but i'm so curious to see and i thought we were going to get this what he was actually pissed about the specific one right. i also want to see who dressed him because in <laughs> horror movies you have like two very typical uh ghosts you've got the victorian girl in a white dress and you got the little boy in the newspaper hat with the tweed coat just like just running his way from closet to closet behind it where you're seen that guy dressed like a little victorian child with a newspaper cap and a tweed coat and it's like of course you're gonna find your way on camera like he i feel like he roams the streets like a young victorian ghost will roam a house looking to scare people i think he roams the streets looking to tell people they're doing something wrong so as much as this guy was probably in the right i fucking hated him okay. like like this is like a pre-date of a male version of a karen yeah basically yeah yeah sure. yeah it's a good parallel um i mean the car chaos continues though we're hitting traffic cones uh they fuck up the windshield pretty bad. They actually pull in to where they must be staying, I presume, and Phil's there in the driveway. And when he <sighs> sees them roll up, like you have the shot from inside the car through the crack windshield and then Phil looking at them. And he's shocked for about a minute, but then, you know, they get out and explain what happened and he's already busting up laughing. The, so that's typical Phil. Yeah. For you. The, the, but this was early days and it, it was very clear at the very beginning when they pulled up that Phil 
like he, he clearly has gotten used to things as time went on. This this seems like it was earlier because he was he legitimately looked concerned. He looked rattled. Where he's he, like, and he, oh my and he god, said you, it too. you guys he's, might be in some shit. Like yeah, and then they kind of work him, work him down, but. You know, it gets to the point later on where he's just like, this is going to happen every day. They're going to figure well, it out. Well, and he knows MTV is going to pay for it. I think yeah. this is probably still at the point when <clears throat> oh, they're for paying sure. for a lot of their own things. And he's like, bam, what the fuck? Like, I, yeah. I'm i so good to you. Why do you keep doing this shit to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, the yeah, scene of them driving down the highway and hitting every traffic cone is a dream of mine. I would love <laughs> yeah. to do that. It's so satisfying. Uh, oh, I could man. watch an hour of that. I could watch that on loop. Yeah, it's those big ones too, eh? Like mm-hmm. those car-sized cones are just fucking up. So, yeah, it looks like fun. Um, but here's where it all culminates. And I like I couldn't even believe this when I initially saw it. I thought, nah, this is stock footage. They yeah. pulled this from somewhere else. But the next day, Bam's doing a voiceover telling us that the car was set on fire. And we do see a car on fire on screen. Raykeon set the AM radio on fire <laughs> to see what would happen. The Oddly car- specific. Yes, the car literally explodes. You get to see this happen. Like, it's in flames, and then there's a large explosion, and firefighters come rushing onto the scene. They're they're trying to douse the flames. Like, I just, I couldn't believe it. I thought, no way, but it looks like this was pretty legitimate, at least to me. I really wanted, yeah, no, 100%. They show Bam talking to the cops with the car burning in the background. Uh, I wanted to know more about this. Mm-hmm. I wanted more of the segment to be, how does he fucking talk his way out of it? Because he says in the in the, uh, in the the voiceover, he's like, we blew up a car and all it cost me was $9 a day. Like, again, the insurance <laughs> thing. And it's like, oh, Jesus, how did the cops not get mad at you? How do you explain this? Also, how does the insurance company not say like, you uh-huh. know, the insurance company still has right. to investigate. Like, you can't just... Go around. You can't just pay for insurance and hit a baseball bat into the windshield. And insurance is going to be like, uh, did somebody else do this or did you do this? And if you're lying, you're fucking perjured. Yeah. Hey, let me see what's in that video camera. Like, yeah. <laughs> you filmed the whole fucking thing. I still hey, can't wrap my head around, though. How do you how do you light an AM FM radio on fire? It's built into the dash. It's not like you're putting something into a tape deck or something like that. Greg's a they scientist, very- man. Yeah, he yeah. is a scientist. Does he credit. tune it to like a specific station, like 99.65? <laughs> just Ooh. burst the thing into flame? Like, I don't know. Six zero zero eight zero zero eight. Boom. Oh, boom. Oh, that's oh, boom. boom. I meant to do boom. boom. Oh, you could do 666.66, maybe yeah, something I, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could get things a little hot. <laughs> Tax dollars at work here, people. That's all I got to say. Uh, much respect to the firefighters. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, and you know what else your tax dollars pay for? The skate park in Hell Philly. Yeah. And here we are. Um, I thought this was cool. Uh, they do focus a lot in this film on skating, as we've established before with CKY. It's very skate heavy, and it's basically, you're you're pretty much getting 50-50, like a skate video and a, and a prank video mm-hmm. here. Um, Chris, anything stand out to you being the resident pro skater of the group (laughs) wow i've never been called that that made me so fucking happy though uh you know what just in general i love seeing bam shredding and he's shredding fucking hard and you forget how good he actually was he was he was like exactly like we even he sold probably the most decks of all time maybe muska but probably bam to be honest because he had that career over but as he did cky and jackass he became more of a sideshow but his actual skateboarding was so good and he just had this passion for it. And I think in the midst of getting caught up in all the other bullshit from the other stuff, it distracted him from what his true calling would have actually been, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah. 
and you you could see him nowadays. He's he's trying to you know when he's going through his sober times, he's trying to get back into it. But you know he's older. The damage has been done. His body isn't quite the same as it used to be. So it's just like when I get to see him just fucking with some good music in the background, just shredding a skate park. It's just it's the fucking best, man. I really really enjoy it. I'm so bored of listening to you talk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm joking. I love that, man. I, I, I agree. The whole time I was like, like this was a long, this was a long segment and it was just skating and I didn't have much to say about it, but I really loved it. I really loved it. And part of it is that Chris, where it's like, you know, what was actually the coolest part about this? Like Bam is very about Philly. Like he's from Westchester, Pennsylvania. Uh, uh, Philadelphia seems like very near and dear to him. And it felt like this was him skating on home turf. He knew that skate park in and out. He His lines were fucking ridiculous. He'd get so much air, turned it into a stunt. You got a couple other pro skaters. I really do, loved do it. Do you guys man. know about like any of this like, there was a really cool time in skateboarding in Philly where, and it wasn't this place. It was this area called love park. And it was basically, you had to be a fucking badass motherfucker to skateboard there. Otherwise you're getting beaten up, robbed your skateboard stolen. And Jesus. there was like a crew that basically wow. it's the same as like surfers did with certain wave spots and shit like this. This, this was like this whole generation of guys. Like we, we didn't talk about him. He was in earlier. Stevie Thomas was one of the originators of there. Um, mm. but the fact that Bam would be going going around there and that as a kid hanging out there, that's where he met a lot of these guys. And just that, that it was just this, there's certain time capsules in skateboard history, like, you know, like the pool skating with like the Dogtown boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there's a certain place in New York. I forget what it's called off the top of my head, but Philly the had Empire a, State Building. <laughs> Philly had a moment in skateboarding <laughs> that was just this very unique, rugged time where everybody wanted to be part of it. And only a few were able to. That's cool. I, yeah. I didn't know that actually. That's that's neat. Um, uh, I, and here's here's a question I have. Just like obviously this is it's like part stunt, part whatever, and also clearly part skate video. CKY is. Do you, do either of you know what the purpose of CKY was like from the ground up? Was it to sell decks? Was it to to promote mm. the band? Was it like or was it just to sell? I think it was just an art passion project. To be yeah, honest, that's cool. what I think, man. Yeah, it, you spoke about it in the CKY one episode, Mike. You remember how avant garde mm-hmm. everything was? I think that's right. Chris is right. Is you know they just wanted to go and do some shit. They were just kids with video cameras. Like let's go fuck around. I don't know. Unless I'm wrong, you might be reading too much into it. But. Well, there is uh speaking of speaking of getting artsy and filming shit, uh, we we're, <laughs> we go to shit goose stadium uh, for oh, this yeah. next sketch, uh, <laughs> baseball sketch. Um, what the fuck was this? You know what this was? I don't know what to this me. Was. This was like uh, like an 18 plus like an adult Napoleon Dynamite esque like weird sketch. Okay. I, I had some Napoleon Dynamite yeah. feel with like the old sports guys and sitting in the small town area. I aside from that, I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened, but yeah. I, I really fucking liked it. I really you did. Liked you it. Really? Yeah, I man, did I was not like so this hard. Throw I did not like ball. this at all. <laughs> when he it pulls just... his chain, what's that chain? He pulls him through. He's like, get out there. Like, I don't know. There was something about it. I, I fucking, it was yeah. so weird. And I usually don't like weird shit, but this one got me. I, I enjoyed the whole okay. thing. Okay. I thought it was a little disjointed, to be honest. Yes. Uh, and that's fine. Like, it could have been a lot shorter and it's clearly just them fucking around like and i'm glad you made that distinction to napoleon dynamite because like what a way to describe it yeah i 
I just didn't get it. There's this one point where they get into a brawl and then the James Bond theme starts playing. I'm just thinking like, what? Why? Like, it's nonsensical the whole way through. I don't know. Phil gets really mad at the end and starts like chewing everybody out for just being shitty at baseball. Like, You mean when he does when he does his best Don Vito impression? Pretty he, much. Like, legit. I've never understood how they could be brothers until I saw Phil get really mad and he's throwing the what's it? What did you do? Like the fucking uh, 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 Joe Pesci from Home Alone gibberish going on. That's so funny. Yeah. So true. Mike, have you got anything to say about this? Honestly, or? not not a ton. It reminds me a little bit of I think in the original CKY they had the scene like the military scene where they just took like paintball guns and sticks and pretended to film like a Saving Private Ryan thing. They're just like, I don't know, let's try to put a, a baseball movie together. And then they didn't have a like a, a script for it. So it ended up being seven different movies and no one knew what the plot was. It was just weird as hell, man. I, I'm not upset that it exists because shoot your shot. Why not? But uh, I didn't really love watching it. I was confused and scared. Fair yeah. enough. No, definitely. Um, what's the name of that? Is There's a football movie where the rocks, the coach, right? Am yeah, I wrong the, about the that? iron grid or the, uh, the gridiron gang. Gr- gridiron gridiron gang? gang. Yeah, something like that. Maybe they could have took some notes from Gridiron Gang, you know, made it a, a rags to riches story about a coach who's down on his luck, just got out of jail and throwing uh, a bunch of wrestlers put this, as actors, put this team together. Yeah. You know, oh my God, like I, was, that. I was scrolling through movies what? on <laughs> on the site and I just saw a picture of a movie and it had Kurt Angle with a machine gun. I was like, this is going to be what? the best movie ever. And then the, in the in the description <laughs> at the top of the I'm film, that up right I, now. I, I, in the description at the top of the film, it says featuring featuring a whole bunch of old wrestling stars like that's what? that's how they're selling this film so i have no idea who else is in it i almost watch it It has like a fucking 10 percent rating or some shit like that but like i just know it's gonna be fucking golden i can't find this anywhere i literally it, it just in came Kurt out angle movie machine oh there it is <laughs> wait was he in mad max fury road or is this a troll because that uh, can't it, be true was he is i'm gonna i'm post <gasps> no i just watched type that movie. it in Type in Mad Max Fury Road Kurt Angle. This guy does kind of look like Kurt Angle holding the machine gun. I'm not going to lie. I don't know, man. I don't know. Somebody verify that for us on Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Yeah. Coming um, up this, next. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we move on. And by the way, that is that is made for, for Chris. Chris is the kind of guy, you know, when you're scrolling through Netflix and there's a movie that you see and it's like uh, the cover looks like it was photoshopped by someone in grade four or made with Microsoft Paint. There's flames <laughs> in the background and Ving Rhames is in it. And you're like, yeah. who the fuck watches these? That's I for do. Chris. Chris Every watches single those. one, man. I just need a big, strong one guy <laughs> taking on an entire country with fucking machine gun. That's why I love the Arnie <laughs> movies, man. Because he made it believable, True. you know? Oh, yeah. So plausible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of sports, you guys like football? Yeah? I, I did yeah. this in particularly you know in this. This was incredible. The most underrated player on the football team is no doubt the kicker. And uh, the kicker shines. The kicker shines today mm-hmm. here. We're punting footballs into passing vehicles. So think of the setup like this. You're at a 90 <laughs> such a degree. Dick move. Oh, it's such a dick move, man. 90 degree angle to cars going by on just a residential street. And uh, I love that the whole time Brandon's playing like this French football character. He's like doing all the, you know, what do they call that before the pirouettes for the snap um, when they, they're doing that. You call out the oh, directions the like blue 40, the huddle, the huddle. Yeah, yeah, but he's like, you know, he's doing it in French. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. They got those old school leather football helmets on. Um, it's just it's just great. Um, but when they kick the ball into the car. 
this is just great. Like I, it's a, such a simple setup and yeah, it is a dick move, but the reactions you get from people is where <sighs> the gold is. You get this one guy come out and he's like, his first question is, why are you playing football on a main road? You shouldn't be <laughs> doing this. It's a good question. It's a good like, question. <laughs> and that is the only question. And uh, I love that he says this is a brand new car. And then one of, one of the guys is like, what are you talking about? It's a 96. Yeah. Like, yeah, that, that was that was very funny. Bam has this way of, of making people who are in the right feel like they're crazy. And and that's what he's like. It's a brand new car. Oh, it's from 96. And the guy's like, fuck, I guess I guess he's right. The, like, the, he's just yeah. the whole time. Fucking the, the first one. We're talking about the first one when this happens with this guy. Bam is so unapologetic. Like, it's yes. it's, it's so funny because the guy's like, man, you, it's like you the guy in my car. He's like, dude, we're just trying to play football. What do you want? Yeah. Like, it's an accident. It happened. Like, fuck <laughs> off. And then the guy's like, yeah. it's a new car. And that's when he's like, new car. It's a 96. And it's just yeah. like the audacity to do that and understand that and still be able to play that role. I would be mortified. I would be I would, the second the guy gets out of the car, I'd be like, dude, I'm so sorry. It was an accident. Da, da, da. You go. He did the exact opposite and it worked. It somehow the, worked. It, the guy just said, fuck you guys and got off and drove away. Yeah. It, this one made me think, you know how we talk about in earlier jackass episodes and all that stuff where like pranks were better back then. They understood pranks and Gen Zers have shit pranks. Maybe we were wrong <laughs> with something like this. Like <laughs> you can't unkick the football at someone's car. It's it's dangerous. You're going to dent their car. <laughs> and if you're an asshole about it and then you say it's a prank, they don't you don't even get the satisfaction of being like, no, it's a prank. It's a prank. It's a prank. Yeah. These guys are, like we know that they weren't asking for the, the filming rights for these people because they didn't ask for the music rights for anything or they just released the video in fact that's why it had to stop being sold because people like bjork were like uh you fucking used my music in your movie and (laughs) sat outside my house and showed everyone where i live uh don't do that uh so it's it's clear that they were just wreaking havoc i have a question for you guys you guys are gonna fucking hate me for saying this i do i do I do think that that one that first situation of of the guy getting out of the car that felt real to me However, they show more punting at cars, like a series of them. And in two of them, it's the same car that they kick at. And in the third one, when the old lady stops, is that not Mima? Is that not Don Vito's mom? It, like, I'm pretty oh, sure it is. Um, I, I See, I, I didn't clue into any of that. But if you're talking about the same cars being used, they might have got that one and then... and. That one definitely felt legit. That one did feel legit. I agree. But I agree. I, but there's also this. There, there's also this thing right. of like. Know. There's also this thing of like, if if the guy gets out of the car and they're filming, he's going to be like, okay, I'm calling the cops and I want that video camera. Like he's playing. He's not playing to the camera, but he's he's there with yeah, it. I don't it's know. not like it's they, iPhones where people are secretly filming. You have to have a full on. It's like, there. Yeah, it's yeah. like they're. I didn't even you know? think about that. I mean, it's it's but definitely right. possible. I choose to believe it's not just for my own entertainment, but. I mean, I, this, I this, think this is I one of the times I think that I, could, real, yeah. I, I could actually agree with you a little bit on, you know, see, so we're talking about CGI bullshit a bunch of times. This <laughs> this one, I think I could actually maybe vibe with. Yeah. Um, by the way, uh, River of Darkness, 2011. Okay. When a What's brutal it? murdering starts in a small riverside town, the sheriff must investigate and face the horrific past. <laughs> Featuring Kurt, Kurt Kevin Nash, <laughs> Sid Udy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Kevin Nick, Ta- I mean, they say a lot of WWF superstars. I don't think that's superstars. the one. This one, I think, literally just came out. I'll, I'll figure it out. Chris, it's Kurt Angle on the cover with the machine oh, okay. gun, and the top says starring uh, tons of uh, star- starring icons of wrestling. Oh, okay, so yeah, that's probably what it was then. Fuck you got Sid yeah. Vicious, you've got uh, uh, Kevin Nash, and you got Kurt Angle. Okay. Jesus. 
Love it. Fuck it. I just watched uh, uh, a good, a good yeah. movie and, and Kevin Nash was in it too. Dog. That one with oh. uh, Channing Tatum. Tearjerker. If you're a dog person, absolute tearjerker. <laughs> Kevin Nash also has an appearance in John Wick, which I found. Interesting. Oh. I didn't realize that until after I the fact. On that. He's one of the bodyguards. He was a sexy man in Magic Mike yeah. too. He was one of the strippers. Oh, yeah. Ah. And sure both of them, yeah. Up everywhere. Big sexy. I mean, he's always uh, a sexy he's man. Big he's sexy not quite man. the sexy boy. But, for yeah. a reason. Yeah. So this uh, kind of devolves into a bit of a, a montage. Next, we get a couple shorter sketches. We get one where Deco and Bam are in the back of a pickup truck that's rolling down the road, and they're talking about how Ricky Martin's music has been taking the country by storm, which took me back to a time like I had forgotten how big that guy was until oh I my mentioned God, his yeah. name. Oh, Everybody man. was just yeah, he was the fucking. Talk we were of the all town, living La Vida you know? Loca, my friend. We were all living it. Um, but Bam's getting all hot and bothered because he didn't get to meet Ricky Martin. Uh, he says he'd die for Ricky Martin. In fact, however, Deco says I don't see you dying. So. It, Bam, he fucking shows up, jumps out of the truck. He jumps out of the truck <laughs> what, what into the I, bush. What I love and, about uh, th- this is it's just like, it's like, you know, they didn't come up with the Ricky Martin idea first. They're like, let's no, jump out well, of a moving vehicle. And they're like, how could we make this into a film? Let's pretend we love Ricky Martin. Like, I, I, that's that's <laughs> the logic I choose to believe how it works. So they're like, okay. how they d- decided to choose to take the idea they want to jump out of a moving car and tie it into a love for Ricky Martin. I thought that yeah, was Yeah, add genius. some color to it, add a little bit of flair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you saw the T-shirt he was wearing, though. That couldn't have been spur of the moment. They actually got a T-shirt made up, or they just sharpied onto a white T-shirt. Living la vida loca, which Bam sports after doing the. Jump. Imagine jumping out of a moving car and having the wherewithal to pan to the camera and show them your shirt. Living right. la vida loca. Yeah. Also, how worse. the fuck did someone get to him that quick? Was someone was someone <laughs> jumping out of the car behind him? I mean. If he would have been injured, though, think about it. The ambulance would have had to come and pick him up in oh, the that would have living been La Vida Loca shirt. That would have been amazing. You know? so maybe the, that Vita was a little too loca. Um, a little bit. We get in this kind of interstitial. There's some more skating, some more car stunts, some this and that. This, uh, I do want to sh- bring up something because yeah. there's mm-hmm. in one of these interstitials, there's a girl fight. And yes, I just want to right, know everyone's right. thoughts because back in the day, I can't lie. It was girl fights were the best fucking things in the world. Like everyone was so excited. We like, we kind of like, you know, added fuel to the fire to see a girl like cat fight, cat fight. Now it makes me sick to my fucking stomach when I see that shit. Like I'm like, why, why is nobody stopping them? Why is nobody breaking it up? And I'm not trying to be sexist. Girls can fight if they want to fight or whatever the case is. But it's so funny how much it's flipped in my mind. Like it was went from something I loved to something that I would do anything to prevent happening. Well, it's, I mean, that is the story of CKY2K. Uh, whether it's the girl fights, whether it's it's the uh, it's it's uh, Deco's Asian accent rap, whether it's it's everyone pretending <laughs> everyone pretending to be mentally oh, challenged. Like there are certain things where I watch now and I'm like, and here's and we'll get into this as we get into the the Deco segment because he's got a few stunts in a row coming up soon or a few segments. <laughs> but I realized that like. Uh, watching this now i'm like man i don't think i was as funny as i thought i was when i was because i thought high energy asian accents pretending to be mentally that was all in my wheelhouse i thought that that was great and i'm just happy that i don't have film of it because it would have been terrible i I don't give a fuck what anybody says it was great back then back Back then then, people loved it i I don't don't care it. it was great and some of the stuff that we're about to get into i'm like ooh. 
But not going to lie, some of it I really fucking liked. Like, it was, it was refreshing <laughs> to be back in that time because I, I don't feel as guilty because I know this was made a long time ago. And I, I saw it as a long time ago, so I was allowed to laugh then. And you know what? Fuck it. I'm laughing now. It's a very it's a it's very much a time capsule uh, in terms of uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit because there's one in between that we'll that we'll be talking about. But we're, you know, just other little things to mention in this kind of segment of the Ricky Martin slash car slash skating thing. They have one shot filmed where it's a dead mouse. And in the background, there are people skating. Another very cool artsy shot. Interesting way to frame a shot. You mentioned Magic Mike, uh, Jay. Um, there's a scene where they frame an entire scene from the perspective of like a dick or like there's a dick in it while while the shot is kind of taking place behind it. So, you know, maybe maybe this this is all like influencing movies to come. Who knows? And then there's one thing yeah. uh, uh, that I think is it, we cannot move past without saying they do the muscle stim- simula- stimulator oh, right. in yeah. this yeah, yeah, segment. Yeah. No, I saw Which that. Is yeah, really that, cool. That's that was funny to kind of get that little throwback. And I gotta say, Mikey, you mentioned that you know they had the shot of the dick. I just gotta say, like ever since that moved into the mainstream, Michael Bay is just overdoing the dick shot. <laughs> it's been ruined for me. Personally. But he but, adds it in post. It's not. It's not legit. I don't like no. it as much. Yeah, CGI dick, Chris. Sorry, yeah, you had, you had I was just gonna there. say between yeah, like you were saying, it's like this influenced a lot of things. Like there's three specific things in this that later are later used on Jackass that I believe this is probably the birth of those things. The rental sure. car, for example. Yep. Uh, later on with Deco eating out of the garbage. That was the evolution yep. of the poo diaper. There's a few things like that. So <laughs> I, I, I really do think that the CKY crew had such more of an influence on Jackass than we realize. And I think that that's part of the reason why guys like Deco and Rab and stuff kind of fell out is because their input was so prevalent in the CKY. But once the MTV and Tremaine kind of took over the Jackass and Bam kind of went over there, they kind of lost their ability to have a say or an artistic direction and stuff like that. And it's it, just, it really makes me wonder if if CKY and Jackass never met up, but they both had opportunities and they what, what would their trajectory be like without one another? Would it be two separate things or or would it never I bet you and out? I bet you they would have hated each other. Yeah, and right. I, it like, could have been I think, I think Imagine the wrestling match between them. They made one final movie, CKY versus Jackass. That would have been dope. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, it was like CKY was way grittier and I think I think less less silly in a weird way although it was definitely silly but i feel like like jackass was always a lot more hollywood it was always mm-hmm. a, a lot more showy and uh uh and who knows i i think i think they both yeah. were okay but the fact that like tom green and jackass have beef tells me that there if there go. was something even more similar then they would have uh they would have uh uh butted heads quite a bit I got to ask you guys, I think I know the answer, but since you brought up the topic of CKY versus Jackass, which I love, that should totally be a crossover film. If you had to pick, like, what's, which style do you prefer? Do you like this more aggressive, disjointed, chaotic, kind of punk rock CKY presentation? Or do you like the Hollywood, the more structured, a little more organized, a little more planned? What's, what do you, what, what's speaking to you more out of these two styles? It, I, I guess. I really like this CKY 2K probably better than a lot of what we saw in the original jackass tv show tv show specifically but once we get into the movies and like the high quality production of jackass with like the budget and the stunts it just can't be topped especially because we do get a lot of the cky guys in the jackass it's kind of an unfair question like if you had to remove all bam shit and all those guys maybe it'd be a different question but like ultimately you got to go jackass it's you know just that high profile everyone together like Jack I'll say I th- is the best. 
I think Jackass has higher highs and lower lows and CKY is just more consistently entertaining throughout. And I'd probably mm. go with Jackass because I think it became known for like the very highly orchestrated stunts, big set pieces and things like mm -hmm. that. They really don't linger on anything very long at all in CKY. And I think that they leave a lot on the table as a result. I would probably go with Jackass as well, but I think that, that, that CKY is fucking rocket fuel. Like it just, yeah. it burns and it goes. So yeah, you? CKY might be better if you have ADD, but according yes. to this film, ADD doesn't exist because that lady in the convertible had no <laughs> idea what the fuck they were talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yes. So, uh, like ADD, what no, the I'm, I'd say jackass just to sum that up. It's my, I like things to be a little more structured and kind of have like, okay, here's what we're doing. Here's the clear goal. Oh, I really, like Jay? that when I think of jackass, I just think of like, okay, I know there's going to be a dude looking at the camera and going... This is the poo diaper or whatever right, it is. Right. And then you get the stun. I just love that. I think it's I addictive. Like you can repeat that over and over and it never gets old. So for me, Mikey, I'm with you on that comment you made about this being a little too disjointed to the fact that like it just, it lacks attention sometimes. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, Likes I feel the like people I'm making it. Probably. It is weird that you say about yeah, the yeah. ADD I feel like ADD I'm losing thing. attention. Because yeah. I legitimately have diagnosed ADHD and I seem to be the one that really enjoyed this the most. So like, I think <laughs> you're spot on right. with that comment. It makes sense. Maybe why I like this a lot. Fair enough. Uh, moving on though. I mean, you got to have, I think you have to be very focused and concentrated to do this next sketch because um, ADD won't get you far. I mean, think of the elements here at play. This is the B 1996, <laughs> sorry, 1996. They're going to capture a B. They're going to, put the bee in the freezer. So there's a waiting period. We have to wait till the bee is frozen. They're going to bring it out of stasis, tie a string to it. And there you go. You have yourself a pet bee. Um, what'd you guys think of this one? Uh, you know what? It, it's, it's kind of amazing to me that it made it in the, the show, especially because 1996, they would have been 16 years old or something along those lines. Like, uh, and, and there's not much to it. The, the image that you end up getting of the bee flying on the string is really funny, but it also feels like there are certain things that everyone did as kids. And there are certain things that only these guys did as kids. And I don't need to see what I would have done, which is tie a string to a bee and let it fly around. Show me jumping off of a car or hanging onto it at a hundred miles an hour. That's why I'm watching CKY2K. Uh, I don't know that we needed it here interesting idea but i didn't get much out of it I, I liked how it was filmed in black and white i liked the 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 kind of like the the musicy kind of flow to it i don't know it just to me it was like it was it was like an art project opposed to like just some kids doing something stupid and it, the, the only fact reason that you say out, that is because it was black and white yeah <laughs> and i'm not fucking an artsy person but that's all i need you know just give me a little bit of that and i was like i'm like okay i could get behind this if there was some metaphoric meaning that i couldn't figure out maybe i'd say it was stupid but it was very to the point it actually worked I, I don't know. I liked it. And I think of, this is one of those ones that I think about a lot. I, I To this day, I still think about the bee on the string and how it came back alive after it was frozen. If 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 uh, the movie River of Darkness starring Kurt Angle as Sheriff Will Logan were filmed in black and white, Chris would call it an art house movie. It would be. <laughs> it would be avant garde. OK, <laughs> Jay, did you uh, did you get anything out of this one? All I'll say is that you don't want to be the guy at the party who after hearing the story from someone else about the time they had a real bender and they uh, they went out and stole some mopeds and then they ended up meeting like Conan O'Brien on the street and they're like, hey, it's Conan O'Brien. And then Conan O'Brien took them out 
on like a bar crawl and I got super wasted and did a bunch of drugs and woke up the next day and everybody just like could barely remember what happened. They like stole someone's dog. Um, and then you come in, you're like, Hey guys, I got this story about this one time. My friends and I, when we were 16, we tied a string to a bee. Right. And, <laughs> That's and what we did that night for the afternoon. Like, yeah. Didn't need to be in here. True. I think didn't you could just be get this. Wow. Anywhere. Oh, God damn it. Um, that, was a sweet, that was a sweet pun. Sweet like honey, Mikey. Hey, uh, well done. Dang. I got to say, this next one, though, is... <laughs> like the phone Dico book. just doing a bunch of shit, but it starts off with him getting mad in the McDonald's drive-thru, and I was half expecting to see his fire in the hole throw the soda at the attendant deal. He doesn't go for that here, but he does... He does. He's a real asshole. Yeah, this, he's a real asshole. Like, this sucks. This one fucking sucks. Yeah, I didn't enjoy watching it. He's just basically chewing this lady out. You know, I, it says six nuggets. I only got four. The soda's not good. He he hands it to her through the window, and as she goes to grab it, he just lets go and lets it drop to the ground. Like he's just kind of being a dick. Uh, he drives out of the drive-through, and then he's just laughing like he's having a great time. But I feel like with something like this, you need to have a payoff or something like kind of in the tank ready to happen mm-hmm. and it just didn't really go the, anywhere. The butt of the joke meanness. can't be yeah the butt of the joke yeah. can't be the minimum age worker at a, a minimum minimum age oof according to uh to, to jay minimum age is 11 or 12 <laughs> a minimum wage worker the minimum wage worker at the drive-thru um, yeah you're just ruining uh, it just feels day. like they should they shouldn't be the butt of the joke exactly. they, they don't want to be there either uh for in a lot of cases i would assume uh i i moved past this one i i didn't like it guys i'm putting you on the spot for this next little interstitial that you probably weren't going to bring up with the guy with the pink jacket walking by um, oh you know right. in the bus and did you catch the little jingle song they had at the i did i don't yes. even want to say it out loud okay but honestly tell me you didn't laugh I, I remember I that jingle. The jingle is basically the, the, there's a they're on a bus. A I guy crosses saw. the street with a pink shirt and a pink armband, and they right. just they're laughing, calling him gay. And the song is a jingle saying something like, "I, I oh, just right, saw, I saw the, the gayest." Oh, I thought it was the, the gayest guy alive. Isn't that what they said? Either way, I'm pretty sure it was, it was the other way around. They but may anyways, they may have dropped the harsher an version. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's I remember that song though. That jingle sounds familiar for life. some reason. Oh. Maybe it came from this. I don't know. But either way, that was a that was a another thing that didn't age great. No, I didn't. I felt too uncomfortable because especially because like the guy was in pretty good shape. He He definitely I don't even think he was gay, to be honest. I don't think so. He just had a pink shirt on. And that's why it's like, so what is the joke? I think Maybe that's why I was allowed to laugh because I just like it wasn't like, you know, like I I, it wasn't even allowed. I I did. I couldn't. It just that 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 song was such shock value. It (laughs) caught me off guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like that whole. This was definitely a mindset back in the day. You see someone wearing pink. Oh, you yeah. immediately assume something about them and you make fun of them. And that's how people thought back then. But I always found that to be bullshit because like yeah. Bret Hart was so popular back yeah, in those true. days. And he was one of and the Cameron. greatest fucking wrestlers. He rocked the pink, man. Everybody loved that guy. So, Oh, my God. I, I, I should post that. on the Instagram page what I wore to prom. Oh, I my God. Please, fucking, Chris. Please. Oh, if I could find a picture. I was black suit, pink undersuit, pink cell phone case, pink earring. Pink fucking glasses and a pink little fucking handkerchief. I went all fucking out. Yeah. And dude. to this day, like when people are like, oh, what are you going to do for your wedding? What are you you're going to like get something cool? I'm like, I will never dress with like a uh, trend ever again because it does not <laughs> age well. I'm like black suit, white shirt. Yeah. Never doing anything different than that because it, it is so fucking embarrassing that I went to prom like that. I, I, I agree. It is very embarrassing that you went to prom <laughs> like that. I almost changed my last name. 
I almost switched schools. It was so cool at the time, though. People fucking loved it. I'm not going to lie. But when I look back, bro, I, it is bad. I'll post it on the Insta if I can find it. Well, speaking yeah, of man. things that aged poorly. What's that? Uh, Brian, uh, 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 Brandon's freestyle comes up next. Oh, boy. Uh, oh, this is the this is the best thing I've ever fucking heard. So why don't you introduce I, us to this, Chris? Dude, I, I'm so sorry. And I apologize in advance. But first of all, like, this seemed like a freestyle. The beat fucking slapped. The fucking visuals were awesome because he was doing this like sl- that, like slow motion karate. And I was just fucking laughing my ass off. The accent was so over the top. The lyrics were just killing me. And he did show a sense of actually understanding the culture because he was talking about little things like the differentiation between Taiwan and Japan or Taiwan, Tokyo. He used Guaylo, which is basically what Ch- Asian people call white people. So like, does he even know that? Knows that he actually has some sort of sense for the culture. So... That gives it, whenever someone's knowledgeable and they're not ignorant, that always gives me a little bit more uh, leeway with stuff like this. But I don't know, man. It was fucking funny and it was well put together. And and he did a surprisingly great job. The song was not bad. If you really break it down. It was, you know, like, here's the thing. Part of it is freestyling is tough. Anyone who's tried to do it, it's tough. You got to commit and you got to, you got to just go with it. Um, the, the problem is, is he keeps relying like some of the rhymes and stuff, you know, take all the, take the accent, take the whatever away. The, 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 some of the rhymes are, are actually like well put together. He thinks about them on the spot. Well done. But every time he doesn't, he just throws in a like ching cha or like something like that. That's going <laughs> to rhyme like he doesn't have a rhyme for it. So he's like, he's like bing bong ding. And then he rhymes something with ding. And it's like, well, wait a second. You can't just you can't just make up sounds. What are you doing? Um, it, and I have to say, though, like this, I, I, I kind of disagree. I think I was too distracted by what was actually happening that I didn't really uh. find it funny. But I'm also not pissed off at at deco for having done it because people did this shit and we were we've been proven wrong for having to having done it but it doesn't mean that i have to find it funny today you know and i and i didn't and i'm not saying i didn't just to be like that's not funny i think things have just changed so much i've got more of a consciousness of what what might offend some people and and what is just by nature right and wrong uh and i just feel like this one i was like yeah i didn't like it that much yeah it definitely wasn't right like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not defending it or saying that this, I just, you know, I put myself, I allowed myself to go back in that time capsule and just take it for what it was. And, mm-hmm. and I fucking, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. Well, without further ado, Jay, you said you'd prepared a freestyle rap for us. Why don't you uh, <laughs> let us go with that one now? You wish. In the I, accent, uh, please. Yes. I, I'll say this about this. <laughs> I remember this was all over LimeWire. And that's pretty much all I want to say. No, about it. no. You're thinking, of, you're thinking of Tie My Shoe. That's a different yeah. one. Is that's it? Time, I'm pretty yes, sure yeah, there's a couple times I, I went on there. Oh, Blink-182, all the small things. All right, turn it on. And then it's just like Brandon and his, yeah. <laughs> no, that was, no, a, was I, a guy, was a guy. my shoe. McDonald's, baby. Yeah, right. I want to, right. yeah. Well, apparently Four. you guys are, are uh, at you should fucking start speed. the uh, LimeWire Historian Association or some shit. Because you know a lot more than me about the history of LimeWire. Get that Wikipedia page up to date is all I'm saying. People, hey, need, people need to know about LimeWire. They need to know. That's how Soldier Boy blew up. That's how yeah. Soldier Boy just, blew up and how my computer's hard drive kept failing because of all the fucking viruses, <laughs> viruses. you get from that. Oh, God. Yeah, never download a song that ends in .exe. That's your <laughs> that's own great, fault. That's great advice. That's great life advice. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you already mentioned it, but Deco eats trash from a can on the street. I just wanted to point out that England definitely did it better. Sorry, Deco. I love you, but... 100%. 
Got to give. I him was surprised at how um, little sympathy people had for him as yeah. a veteran with one leg eating out of the trash can. He was being like, pretty abrasive though in his like mannerisms and his speech. I think people were maybe a little cautious uh, of getting too close to him. You know. True. True. But I also true. wonder, yeah. like, like Westchester can't be that big. Don't they just see these kids downtown causing <laughs> shit all the time? Yeah, <laughs> so that's a fucking good point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think of that. Um, this next segment, we, I guess we could touch on it briefly. This is the inception of the fat fucks, which we've seen mm-hmm. in Jackass and other areas. So they basically just put an equation on screen for you. Uh, I, I assume this was Raytheon's doing bubble wrap plus size 60 pants equals fat fucks. Yes. I have it. Um, so yeah, they're just going around town, drop kicking each other, kicking each other's knees out. And, uh, there's not really I, a whole lot going on. They're just beating each other up. I don't know. I like that a lot it, of it but. took place in the middle of an intersection in yeah. downtown, uh, Westchester, Pennsylvania, AKA, you know, three cars saw them over the course of the whole day. Like it's, it's not even, probably not even a light. Their major intersection is a stop sign. Um, uh, but still it was funny that they did it in this, in the middle of the road. I also had this thought of like, you know, you know, when you get injured and you kind of don't, you're injured before you realize you're injured, your, your adrenaline's going. And sometimes it's literally hearing something pop or crack. And that's how, you know, you've done something wrong. You've got bubble wrap in them. If they like <laughs> land awkwardly on a rail and they just hear pops and cracks, they're like, I don't know. That could be my femur. I have no clue what just happened. That's actually really funny. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Mikey, you mentioned that they their intersection <laughs> yeah. is probably just a stop stop sign. I um no this is no joke. I'm I'm being one hundred percent serious here. A town I grew up close to, the only light they close had in town to. was it was a cable <laughs> suspended across two poles with a single red light. Uh red and just it had red and green. It didn't even have the yellow and it would just hang there <laughs> above the intersection. And that was the light in town. So that type of thing. Yeah, it's out there. It exists. It happens yeah, in, in small towns in the states. Like at after like eight o'clock, the lights like just it just like it doesn't go red or green. It's just like just they flash red. They flash red. Yeah, uh, that happens. That's not even just like I I went to school in Halifax, like a pretty big city. But outside of the downtown core, after a certain time of night, everything just flashes red, and it's a four way stop. Weird. Yeah, I like it. And uh, speaking of seeing red, a bottle rocket in the van <laughs> oh, sets man. fire to the van while they're driving down the highway. Uh, this actually looks like as terrifying as it would be in the moment. It looks like a lot of fun to just be like shooting fireworks off. But I know that's also really stupid and very dangerous. But hey, we're what watching would you, what CKY2K. Would you rather? What do you expect? <laughs> what would you rather? Having a bunch of like bottle rockets going off while you're driving a van in the back? Or having like a swarm of bees in the fucking car. Oh no, bottle rockets for sure. <laughs> Fuck bees. Probably man. the bottle rocket because yeah, you can see which thinking. way it's facing. Uh, the bees are everywhere, man. <laughs> yeah. Fucking bees in the car. They're so spooky. Does that ever that's happen a, to you? Th- no. That's happened to you? Not like bees, but like a bees flew into the oh. car when I'm on the highway and everyone's freaking out. And then you're just trying to get it to go out the window, but it doesn't want to go out the window. And it, you just don't know where it is at any time. And you're fucking constantly looking around. <laughs> well, guys, the end of this thing kind of just peters out. Like it doesn't have a yeah. big bang to take it out. I thought they'd do one final grand. Well, sketch. yeah, they kind of do have a big bang. Uh, okay. This yeah, is I, I think announced. I know what you're talking about. 
Go ahead. You got so you got a lot of chaos though. Like I, they kind of bookend the whole thing with like just a bunch of random stunts here and there, and there is some chaos in this one. Uh, uh, they they feature uh, uh, Rab himself, aka Matt Damon's nephew, at one point, which was just fucking. <laughs> I never thought that, and then they show it, and I'm like, oh my god, that's especially Matt a young nephew. Matt Damon. Holy fuck! <laughs> uh, the, the other one is Bam jumping off of a like a parking garage into a tree, which pulls of the Grinch before Christmas and like bends almost all the way down to the ground before coming back up. He almost whoa, died because that was whoa. like a 40 foot drop. But hold on though. Okay, you slow down. We're, we're already hitting our Grinch before Christmas quota. That's two quota, yeah, episode. I think we, we got to be a little more careful. <laughs> we can't mention it more than that. If we mention it one more time, he appears like Beetlejuice and he ruins Uh-oh. Christmas for everyone. <laughs> the No, but the end I'm talking about, Jay, is like everyone talks about how one of the most badass things Johnny Knoxville's ever done was for Big Brother magazine uh, getting Big Brother or Brother Mags Big Brother right Big Brother Big Brother magazine Big brother. he gets hit by a moving car someone does this in in CKY 2K mm. and gets you know how you're supposed to jump at the last minute and then kind of take the windshield and, yeah. and 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 protect yourself this person doesn't jump and just takes the car to the shins. And it's mm-hmm. gross. I don't even do you know who did this, by the way. No, not too sure, but it was pretty aggressive because they the, the 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 text at the bottom said Shinner. And I'm like, I don't think that's someone's name. I think they're just calling it Shinner because someone took a car to the shins. But that's the ending we go out on. And to me, that's like the stunt that went wrong. Now, Jackass would have showed us the hospital scene afterwards. But this one was just kind of like, oof, that one made me feel sick to my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's that um, moment too where Bam is standing up. I think there must be at some sort of like construction site or so, a quarry of some kind. And there's a big mountain of dirt sand below or him, sand, yeah. and he's going to do a flip into it. And there's a moment when he's up on the platform and he's just yelling, fuck, 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 at the top of his lungs. And I, I just kind of had a thought for a moment while I was watching that. I'm like, why is everybody so angry all the time? This whole movie, everybody, everybody's just like pissed off on the verge of getting into fist fights. It's like, yeah, it just has that energy about it, you know? And cause think yeah. about how you felt at that age, man. I, I just wanted to punch the world in the face yeah. and, yeah. and it didn't have a face Good for time. me to punch. So instead I did front flips yeah. off of construction materials. You know what though? That kind of takes I, me. Instead, I just razors edged Mikey onto fucking cement. And <laughs> yeah. That happened a few <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, that actually takes me at least I think I'm ready to put a you know put the closing uh, touch on this I, I yep I gotta say like you just mentioned you know this is teenage angst it is it's like blue ball angst to the max and I gotta say after watching it I'm actually kind of glad that I don't have that piss and vinegar like boiling up to my oh, ears man. anymore you know like don't at this it. age the age I am now just watching it was like holy fuck that looks exhausting like I yes. just don't think I could do it and you know, I'll I'll uh, I'll wrap it up by saying that I didn't really enjoy this. Um, I Whoa, don't think it really? aged well. Yeah, I think a lot of it was uncomfortable to watch for me. Unfortunately, it did have moments like there are yes. redeeming things here. I'm not saying it was bad all the way through, but I would just much rather watch an episode of Jackass over this. And I'd I'd even say I'd rather watch Viva La Bam over this. And I don't even really like that show all too much. So wow, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just oh. the fact that it's too disjointed and i didn't really vibe with the energy but yeah more often than not wasn't enjoying myself How about just you out of curiosity we didn't we didn't talk about this in advance but if you had to rate this as a whole what would you mm. rate it jay Ooh, like out of 10 
Yeah. Uh, fuck. I don't know. That's tough. I, I'd say it's higher than whatever the first CKY would have been. I feel like they improved artistically and they figured a little more shit out, but still I can't go much more than like a five and a half or a six. I don't oh, wow. really, yeah. I don't think it's something you need to watch to be honest with you. Oh, see for, for I, I would, I'm going with like a solid eight and a half out of 10. I really absolutely enjoyed this. Like pretty much everything about it, except for a few things here and there, but it was just I, a vibe. I'm, it was short. It was sweet. It wasn't like an hour and a half. It wasn't much of a commitment, and it just had so much in there. I guess it's the ADHD in me that just really brought came out, but reminded me of that teen angst that I had. There was just something about it that just I, I really fucking enjoyed it thoroughly. I'm, more than I'm I kinda, thought I would. I'm there with you, Chris. I I didn't think I was gonna like it, and I honestly, you know, Jay, you you said uh, to kind of tail off your review, like I don't think you need to watch this. I honestly, if you're a jackass fan, I kind of think the exact opposite. I think it's almost required viewing to see where Jackass came from. It wasn't always this refined thing. And in Mm -hmm. fact, it started way before Jackass season one with things like this with the with the the training wheels taken off with like less restrictions. The hardcore nature of it was so stressful to watch but like uncut gems was stressful to watch or as i say uncut johns uncut johns was stressful to watch <laughs> but i enjoyed watching it while i was wa- or, or after i had watched it because of the experience it gave me okay. i do though 100 jay agree with you in the sense that it uh a lot of it has aged poorly but i also kind of think that as a time capsule to show like this is how fucked up things were back then. Uh, and it wasn't until we started filming what our kids are doing and publicizing <laughs> it that we realized how fucked up we actually were. Um, I'm giving this one a seven and a half out of 10. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Man, I I appreciate that you guys have different opinions. That's that's totally fine. And I was actually, before we watched it, I was very <laughs> that excited. That sounds so condescending. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> you have a different opinion than me. Yeah. However. <laughs> However, mine's better. Uh, no, I like seriously, though, it, it's before I watched it, I was excited to get into it because I thought, yeah, this is going to be great. I remember this being great. And I think that's just proof that sometimes when you have the rose tinted glasses and you do go back and watch something, it can actually be spoiled for you a little bit. Yes. And that actually oh, hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. Cause both yeah. me and Mikey didn't think we were going to enjoy it going into it. And we had the opposite result as you who did think you were going to enjoy it. So yeah, I think that's a great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's all I appreciate I really the fact that it. you made that point, but I would have made a different one. Yes. And I'm glad. <laughs> thank you. I'm glad that you appreciate it. Just like I appreciate doing this podcast with you. But oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I got to ask one question, though. And I don't know if you guys caught this. We didn't talk about it. It was at the very start of the uh, of the film when they're doing. I think it's after the montage. I can't quite remember. But and this is kind of where I my stomach turned a little bit because just. If I saw what I think I saw, it was pretty disgusting. But there's a dude passed out at a party. Like, yeah, I did down. not. This this was my least favorite. I'm glad we skipped past it because I. Uh, but yeah, sorry. What what was the thing that made you most uncomfortable about this? Oh, I'm glad we're bringing it up. No, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> if you, you guys think it's too much to talk about, I could just let it let it be gone. No, I, no, 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 pretty, no. I never think something's too much to talk about. <laughs> it's pretty fucking nasty. Like, I'm pretty sure what I saw was Brandon coming on a dude's back who was passed out after drinking way too much. And like, 
just I didn't need to see that. Like I guess did if he come? Did it, he come? That's that what, what I don't I see? know. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't see that. But because I mean, you look, now that you mentioned it, I'm gonna go back and watch that again. For he's sure, crunching maybe. over the guy's back, you know, standing right over top of him, and then after they kind of get closer to him, and you see this pool of like white stuff on his lower back. And I, I just, feel like he had like a condiment tube with him, and I hope there was a that's lot what it was. Stuff. Either way, Jay. Either way, it felt gross watching it. He's naked on the floor. They're like drawing on him. They're. It just felt like they were taking advantage of him. And and it, it like I didn't love it. I didn't love dude, that part. Yeah. Dude, some of the, my best times in my life were fucking the people that were passed out. Did, did, <laughs> no, did you, I'm all for dude, it. But I, I, I have a all right, all right, Chris, give a, us give us our new Instagram ad for this week. Okay, so again, I'm gonna be hated, <laughs> but. When you fuck with people when they're passed out, it is oh, one of the Jesus. greatest joys of your life. Not like sexually or anything, obviously, but like you draw on their face. You know, like I actually am pretty responsible. Like one time we did it to my buddy and and we it took us like six hours with a fucking green Sharpie and we painted his entire face 100% green. <laughs> After that was done, my buddy said, let's shave off his eyebrows. And I'm like, no, he's way too vain for that. We ended up waking him up. It was like now like 10 in the morning and he didn't realize that his face was green and he just kind of stormed out. We get him into the elevator. The elevator has mirrors, but we spin him around before he realizes. Now he's walking around at like 1030 in the morning with a metallic green full on face. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Fucking trying to hail a cab, wondering why no cabs want to pick him up. He gets home. His fucking girlfriend just takes one look at him and is like, you're a fucking moron. He's like, what? Passes back out wakes up and f- calls us like you motherfuckers did it you can't, how long really did it well. take him to get that off <laughs> i uh, i don't know it was i i oh, I'll, I'll, I'll set I, i'm not gonna put the photo up because it's it's him in in public on on our on our site but i'll send it to you guys it is fucking something i've seen else. it i've seen it. it's, it's it's amazing so so aggressive anyways on that note yeah all i gotta say to that is cowabunga chris cowabunga yeah um <laughs> let's wrap this motherfucker up um yeah, not. My, I don't have anything else to say. I, I'm I'm glad we're moving on to new things, but hey, I'm glad you guys also had a chance to enjoy it. And let us know your thoughts, listener. We want to yeah, know please. what you thought of CKY2K. If you've seen it, if you haven't, do you think this is something you would watch? Tell us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter and uh, check us out there. Send us some love. Remember, you can uh, rate and review us as well. iTunes, uh, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you get your podca- podcast. That helps bump us up the rating so we um you know as we always say we definitely appreciate it and uh yeah i don't know what's coming down the pipe next week i guess you'll find out we'll keep it uh, under wraps till then shall we um boys any closing thoughts final things you want to say before we go nope just uh i i love i love you guys okay oh not you guys as in jay and chris i mean the listeners well i don't really like the listeners but i like you and jay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is weird love triangle we've got going on with our listeners now. Are you just programmed to say the opposite of what Mikey says <laughs> yes. every time? Because Sometimes, yes. Be- you know, I'm still mad at him for fucking me on the draft pick, so I'm just <laughs> trying to go against him off everything uh, that he yeah. says. Yeah, we got to get the results on that, by the way. Maybe we'll have that down the pipeline, eh? What do you think? I, th- I think so. We'll, we'll get the time. results uh, on right. our uh, on our Instagram. We're recording a little bit ahead of time, but we'll get the uh, we'll get those results on our next recording. Sounds good. Until then. Bye, I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackassed. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!